you've got to get your message, even if somebody else has said it before, out there in your way, in your words, and in your style as often as possible, or you're going to leave certain people behind. Welcome, everybody, to The Chris Harder Show, where we are making you unapologetic about your pursuit of success, knowing that when good people like you make good money, they can then do great things. My name is Chris Harder, and several times per week, I will bring you epic guests, solo episodes, and every single tool, trick, and skill set you need to grow your business, grow your money mindset, and to grow your wealth to levels that you have never reached before. I've ended up in a unique place in life where I've got the experience, the connections, and all of the secrets that it takes to be successful. And and I'm lifting the curtain to reveal it all to you in an effort to help put you in a position of abundance so great that you can then be as generous as possible. So let's lock arms and let's get started. And we're back with another episode of He Said, She Said. Did you have to think about that? Did you forget to name the title? I literally was like... Because I was just texting with Nikki, our podcast manager, and I called it a he said, he said. So, <laughs> Where are you today? Well, we're at an event, Growth Day, and I yep. do speak in like two days. So yep. you, I think you got your mind on I'm, your slides and your slides on your mind? I do. I do. I have my mind on what I'm going to talk about. But also like in the past, this would have really rocked me to like be in that room and see such epic speakers and be like, oh my God, you you can't be serious. Like I'm about to follow Ed Milet. Like, Unpack that for me. Because I think people think you just spring up on stage and it's easy for you after a certain number of times. Oh my God. Unpack that for me a little bit. No. You know, I don't, does it get easier? I don't know if anything gets easier in the personal growth space and you guys, everyone listening to the podcast, because you just, you move your bar. So you're always growing. It it does have less, you view it differently though. You have a different mindset going into it. And what has really helped me with the nerves is over the years, I've grown to stop worrying about needing to be the best speaker or, you know, needing to, I don't know, like be as good as other people. And I've learned that I can only be me. And I've also learned that I just really, really hope and pray that I impact the people in the audience, even if it's just a handful. And that really helps alleviate my nerves. And I used to like try to figure out how to do that. And I couldn't. I think you do have to just speak enough to get to a place where you're like, oh, okay, well, now I want to do this for the impact reasons. Yeah. Like, of course, you always want to do that. But in the beginning, I think you just get into your head about like, is this going to be good? Am I going to be as good as the other people? Like, what are people going to think? Am I going to let down the host? So now I kind of let those things go because you know that you have that intention. And now I really focus on, oh God, I just pray that this message lands and give somebody the permission to go and do the scary things. Last night at dinner, you, you said, you know, we're talking about you speaking. You're like, right now, it is all about what they leave with. And yes. you're talking about how in the past is 50%. Boy, I hope they leave with something at 50%. I hope that, you know, I don't say the wrong thing. I hope I don't pass out. I hope I don't collapse. I hope I, you know, I know my slides. I hope I don't forget. And that's natural. I think it's okay to say that yeah. so that people don't wonder what's wrong with them when they start their speaking career, right? I agree. When they start getting on stage. It is absolutely normal and it is absolutely okay that in the beginning of your speaking or teaching or Zooming or whatever type of stage you are on, that you're worried about, are you going to get it right? It's yeah. actually healthy because it causes you to practice more. It's healthy because it causes you to be on point. It's healthy because it causes you to take it serious and to show up even bigger, right? So it's very healthy in the beginning. Mm -hmm. I hate when people kind of 
poo-poo it a little bit to be like, oh, it should always be about everyone else. Why are you worried about you? No, in the beginning, you got to worry about being coming a good speaker yes. so you can get your message So you message can actually perform. Otherwise, because there is a performance aspect into this yes. and there is a- Or people fall asleep. Let's exactly. just be honest. Exactly. And that does, you do have to think about self- in order to then let go and think about others. And that's always how it is, right? Like you have mm-hmm. to bring your awareness to yourself first. until you get to a place where you're like, wow, okay, I know that I I know how I'm going to show up. Like I kind of know the routine leading up to this. I know what it looks like for me to practice. And now I can kind of release those things because they've become a habit around the speaking and the showing up. And now I can focus on the people. So repetition is what gets rid of the you know, 50% worrying about how you're going to look like, and then 50% delivering great content. And that's how with repetition, it shifts to where you were last night when we we're at dinner. You're like, this is one of the first times where it is 100% about what about are they the going to take away and, yep. and nothing else. And because rep- with repetition, not only do you just naturally get better at things, but I think it's important to know with repetition, you learn, oh, I'm this kind of speaker, and I don't have to be different. Mm-hmm. And with repetition, you realize, Oh, these are the jokes I'm good at, and I'm not going to try these other ones. Right. And with repetition, you realize, like, you know what hits. And so you don't have to worry about, is this going to hit or not? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So what do you get when you come to an event? This is interesting. Did we say where we are? Yeah, Austin at Growth Day. I think you said it in the beginning. By the way, we are in Austin at Brandon Burchard's Growth Day. It's amazing. Like (laughs) 2,000 people. So it's, it's interesting because I'm not speaking here. I am an observer, kind of. And you are speaking here. And I think we get two different things when you're at events like this. What do you get when you're at an event like this? Well, honestly, it doesn't matter if I'm speaking or attending. And we're kind of doing both here because we're kind of like popping in when we can and and listening and then also speaking. And then we have a couple other meetings while we're here as well. But we're really also trying to be attendees because this is such an incredible event. What do I get when I'm here? man, you get plugged in and you get reminded. You get reminded, number one, of who you are, your purpose and and who you came to be, but also the importance of serving and why it's so important to come to these and be in the energy. For me, it's a huge energy upgrade. It's like I leave and remember, oh yeah, I want to be better with that. I want to show up for people. I want to show up in rooms with more energy. I want to play bigger. I want to help people really reach their goals. And what does that look like? And, you know, we, we know when we're at home, it's not like we forget, but it's not until we're in the collective energy of other people who want the same things that it actually like, it's almost like it upgrades your DNA. It's like, you know how your phone, like you have to plug it in every so often and and you get an upgrade. It's truly what events do. It's like you are so immersed in all of that energy and new way of thinking. And there's things at every event that you haven't heard yet. There's things that are going to be put into a way that give you a breakthrough that are just going to make it a little bit easier or more exciting for you to get to your next level. And so it's a complete like iOS upgrade. I learned one or two things at every event. Mm -hmm. I don't think you can come and pay attention and not learn something new. But for me, I get reminded of what is it like to have great stage presence? What is it yes. like to give your everything to people? I get reminded, hey, what does to be high energy look like? Like when we're backstage with Brendan every time, he is never anything other than high energy, like this authentic high yep. energy. And he always talks about being the generator of energy, right? You're not given energy, you generate energy. It's a choice each time. I get reminded of how important it is, no matter what your message is, to share it, right? So, you know, there might be 3,000 people sitting out there today and let's say half of them 
might resonate when someone talks about a tough upbringing. Mm -hmm. The other half might resonate when someone talks about money and why it's important. Or maybe one part of the group really resonates when someone gives them certain steps to follow. And the other half of the group, they really resonate from stories. So it's a reminder that you've got to get your message, even if somebody else has said it before, out there in your way, in your words, and in your style as often as possible, or you're going to leave certain people behind. Yeah. And you just have to remember whether you're at an event or whether you're speaking at an event or you're about to host an event, like no matter what room you show up in, you can only be you. Yeah. And it's really easy at these things for attendees and for speakers to compare themselves and to say, oh my God, well, I'll never be that. Or, oh, that person's way ahead of me. Or, oh, they're getting attention from the people that I want and I'm not there yet. That will truly just put you behind and it puts you in an energy that isn't magnetic. And so to remember, like to reset and walk into the room, just interested and also like you're pretty epic and maybe people don't know that yet, but it's your job to just show up in every social circle, every single moment that you meet someone and just try to make them leave feeling awesome. Like, how are you making each person feel when you're in small moments with them? Maybe it's in a bathroom line. I don't know. Maybe it's, you know, when you're sitting next to someone and it's a stranger, like how can you be interested in them or ask about them or just make them feel comfortable? Yeah. We're talking about, you know, you learn a couple of things at events and then we're, you and I just talked about, you get reminded of a lot of things at events. The third thing is you get confirmation mm-hmm. at events. Yeah. For, I'll give you one. I got confirmation when Ed was up there speaking today and he's talking about he works in sprints. Yeah. Right? So what he means is, oh, and we're backstage. And he's like, man, I'm in a 60-day sprint like no yes. other before, right? And it immediately was confirmation for me because I've been working till like 8, 9 o'clock the last, you know, three, four nights mm-hmm. out of this past week because I'm basically working two full-time jobs, right? I, I'm doing everything for the personal brands, the yep. podcast, but then... I'm building Frello, the peer-to-peer lending app, and doing all the fundraising calls yes, for that, right? It's a lot. Raising capital. So it's like adds up to probably two full-time jobs. And I was reminded the minute he talked about that, I was like, oh, it's totally okay to be working until eight, nine o'clock at night because this is a season. It is a sprint. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that all of a sudden I've just gone back to my old ways and I'm just gonna outwork everything by you know, working endless hours, seven days a week, which was kind of this fear that was bubbling up inside. Mm-hmm. Like, oh God, am I going back to my old ways where it's easy to outwork everything? No, it's just confirmation that sometimes you have to do the sprint. Sometimes you have to go all in for a while. And that's how you move needles. It's not this mm-hmm. slow, even keeled marathon or the example he gave was great. It's not a merry-go-round. It's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that was one of the, yeah, just a couple of takeaways even from, from, you know, this is day one, (laughs) like morning of day one, basically. And a couple takeaways from Ed that was huge for me was you have two paths to your life. You can stay on the merry-go-round where you see the same thing over and over and over again. And it is not very scary because nothing new is coming and you know what's coming and you're not getting out of your comfort zone because it's literally the same circle every single day, which has its own, you know, problems and things that come with that. Or you can ride the roller coaster for the rest of your life. And have thrills. Thrilling and it's down and it's up and you make the choice. But at the end of your life, which one have you chosen? Which one can you live with? And, you know, I always think about the people on the roller coaster or the people in the arena with you will never judge you. You will never, ever get negative 
feedback or negative things from those people who are on that ride with you. And I always remember like none of the other things actually matter in the grand scheme. Because when you're on the roller coaster, like you're going to experience things that are wilder, more exciting, more beautiful, better than you can ever imagine that people on the merry-go-round will never even relate to. They'll never even understand that this life was meant to be that good. Well, and he was taking that analogy even a little bit further. He's like, don't make the mistake of listening to the people that prefer merry-go-rounds. Yes. Because they're going to talk you into that roller coaster dangerous, that roller coaster is too scary, that roller coaster could end up in you know, a bad situation. Just come over here on the merry-go-round where things are safe and consistent. You can predict mm-hmm. what you're going to see next, right? Don't fall victim to the people that prefer merry-go-rounds over bigger thrills in life. Mm-hmm. I love that. Hey, you got a pretty cool event coming up, by the way. Yeah, we do. I'm so excited. You guys, my friend Katrina Scott and I were together not too long ago, probably a couple months ago now. And we were talking about the importance of, this is not what this was even about, but plugging in and getting together in person and how much we wish we would have had it at certain points in our journey. And also how much we wish we had it more even at this point in our lives. And we saw this kind of white space between a large event, like, you know, maybe a 200 person, 500 person, 2000 person event, and then masterminds, which are more of a long-term higher price commitment. And we were like, so what about the people in between? And maybe if you're in a mastermind and you just want like a one day plug-in and a reminder of what are the new opportunities out there? What's working right now? What's not? What am I leaving on the table? What money am I leaving on the table? And also getting in a room and truly networking, like, like having the exercises to connect with all of the other badass people in the room that walk you through actual networking. So you're talking with each person within that room and making sure you know all of their zones of genius and what what you all have to offer each other. So what would it look like if we created this room? And that's when we created Girlfriends in Business, which is about growing your brand and your network. So we're doing a one-day event. It's going to be chocked full. I'm talking, it starts early. I think we're going to start at like 8 a.m. and go to like 6 or 6.30. And it is all about, you know, getting really clear on your brand, getting really aligned in what you're doing, looking at the offerings that you may not be offering, looking at your current offering. Maybe you don't have one yet and you want to create one and you want to see what is working. Is that a large person group? Is it a small person group? Should I be looking at my next steps to be a podcast or should it be growing my email list or should it be a text list? All of these different things that we're going to help you focus on and show you what we're using. So this is going to be more high level. You're going to understand what we're doing and what we're using. And yes, we can give you all of the references that we have. So if this is something that in your business right now, you're like, God, I just feel like there's more or I'm not clear on my next step. This is really going to be the room that you're going to want to be in. And if you want to grow that network of women who are right where you are and you want to all be growing together and collaborating together, this is the room you want to be in. All right. So how do they get in the room? So they just have to text my community number, Chris. And all you have to do is text the word workshop to 310- 4968363. Say it again. Text the word workshop to 3104968363. And by the way, it is June 3rd in Scottsdale, Arizona. That's the date of it. Now this puts them on the VIP waiting list. You're going to send out the link to enroll to the list coming up when? Do you guys have the date yet that it's going to drop? Uh yes, it will be the week that this comes out. 
Oh my God. Okay. Freaking awesome. So one more time, text story, the word workshop. If you want a chance at getting one of those seats, cause they're keeping it intimate, text the word workshop to 310-496-8363. Love it. All right. Well, we got to get back downstairs cause I know we got some epicness to go see. <sighs> Thank you guys so much. And we will talk to you next week. Love and appreciate y'all. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know of someone else who is as successful as they are generous, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you help me get this cause and this message out to as many listeners as I can. So please, if you liked what you heard, it goes a long way if you take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I'll be forever grateful. And until the next episode, cheers to your success.